Hey, Heel Toe followers, welcome to another episode of Heel Toe Corner Club. I'm your host, Marcus DiCivella, owner of Heel Toe Automotive. Heel Toe Automotive is an online enthusiast parts resource for Honda and Acura drivers. We do all kinds of Honda and Acura parts from genuine OEM to aftermarket. We produce some parts ourselves under our own labels. Um, and actually, one of those labels is the topic of our podcast today. Before I get to that, I wanted to say today is Thanksgiving, and I am the fourth day in a row now recording this podcast. I come into the shop uh, pretty early on Thanksgiving sometimes just to kind of get a jump on things and make sure that our Black Friday slash Cyber Monday uh, deals are all going to work out great. Orders start coming in already, so I like to you know, get started on getting some of those things pulled out of inventory for you. Um, and I almost left uh, the shop without recording this podcast. And I turned around, came back, and um, and here I am. So whew, I'm really trying hard. I don't want to give up this habit. It's not hard to record these podcasts, and I think that people enjoy them. But I tell you what, with all the things that are going on here on a daily basis, it can be a little hard to remember it sometimes. Um, aside from uh, our normal topic of discussion, I wanted to say we officially have purchased the uh, Acura RSX for uh, Aiello, and he couldn't be happier. The 2020 Civic Sport was a great car. It would be a great car for any kid. I mean, I would be lucky to have such a new and awesome car when I was you know, 17 years old. However, him being my kid and us being so Honda-centric from the enthusiast front, it, I do find it ironic that so many vehicles have sport in the name now and they look sort of sporty, but there's actually nothing really all that sporty about them other than maybe like a black interior and some red stitching. Um, so yeah, kind of a disappointment that 10 Gen Civic Sport non-turbo K20 engine uh, just not a lot of aftermarket support, not a lot to get excited about. But there is a lot to get excited about. An 06 RSX Type S with the upgraded engine. Um, it's a final year of production. We got this car with a good handful of miles on it. It's been driven, but um, you know it's in fantastic shape. The guy that we bought it from is a friend of ours who kind of does a little bit of car flipping on the side. Uh, he did some restorative work on this car, so it's really fantastic shape in and out. Mechanically, it couldn't be better. Uh, I won't get into too many details about that here because we've got videos to post. And on that front, he is just gung-ho about YouTube. Um, he'll be making a video about this car with captured um, content that I took with my phone uh, as he was first introduced to the car and test drove it and whatnot. So really excited about that RSX. I think even Elise is pretty excited about it too. She had a GSR uh, way, way back in, oh, I want to say 2000, 2001. Maybe it was 2002. Um, but she had a GSR way back then and has fond memories of that car um, even to this day. So anyway, more to come on that. Stay tuned to the YouTube channel for that. Um, but today I wanted to talk about fast line performance. Fastline Performance is a, a brand that is under the heel-toe umbrella and is the oldest sub-brand that we've actually had. I started this business in 2002, and around that time, we were deep in the forum world. The hybrid forums and Honda Tech were our main places where we discussed with friends and chatted about car tech stuff and did sales and things like that. Um, 
one of our friends from the hybrid forum actually developed this small business called Fastline Performance, where he made interesting little parts that would fit really niche needs even way back then. Um, it was just before the JDM craze really started taking off and just right around that time that Fa uh, Fast and Furious was coming out. So people weren't really Honda tuner nuts quite yet, but there was definitely um, an influx of, of Japanese influence and tuners and racers into the Honda market. And so this uh, guy that we knew, his name was Greg, Greg Steeritz, started Fastline Performance. One of the earliest parts that he had was a stainless braided hydraulic line for the clutch system in Civics and Integras. Uh, there's a hard line that goes from the master cylinder down to the frame rail, and there's a little rubber section that jumps from the frame rail over to the slave cylinder, and he made a stainless braided one of those, um, which is still a popular product today. Actually, even now, people have gotten into full line replacements, which Fastline will be doing pretty soon too. But that was like one of the first products. Another one of the very first products was a, a, uh, a skid plate for the JDM ITR 4 to 1 headers. So the DC2 Integra Type R was popular in the United States. Well, not hyper popular, but it was definitely a sought after vehicle. And in Japan, they'd been producing this car for a while. In Japan, of course, they have a little bit better outfit to performance and aesthetics than we do in America. One of the things that they put on the JDM Integra Type R was a tubular stainless header. And people love this header because obviously it was a factory fit, had a large two and a half inch collector, which was bigger than anything you'd get in America at the time. And it had um, brackets where you could install factory heat shields. So, you know, carb rules were starting to get a lot more serious at that time. And if you didn't have a carb exempt header from like DC sports or something, if it was like a, an overseas one, you might get a ticket for uh, having illegal part on your car or it wouldn't pass smog. Yeah, that's right, even way back then. And for a little bit more information on what carb exemption and all that is all about, I did a podcast a number of weeks ago on carb EO numbers, so definitely check that out. Um, but anyway, the JDM ITR header was great because you could put a factory heat shield on it and it looked like a factory part. However, it was a four to one header and it hung a little bit low, especially if you had like an EM1 SI or a B16 swapped EF or something like that. Many cars that were using this header, um, the tubes hung pretty low and there were a lot of dented headers as a result of that. Um, so Greg, under the Fastline brand, developed a skid plate. He had an aluminum one and a stainless steel one that would actually bolt to the lower heat shield um, brackets. So it was like firmly mounted in place, but it would take the brunt of any damage that would happen by hitting the ground, saving your, you know, then fairly expensive, you know, five, $600 header. But one of the most iconic parts that Fastline Performance developed was this extended racing shifter. And back then it was just called the Fastline Performance shifter. It wasn't called an extended shifter or a tall shifter or any of that stuff. Um, but uh, this was really the first instance of a extended height shifter that was available uh, for B and D series Civic and Integra platforms. Uh, now, Greg was actually a Del Sol guy, and he developed this for his Del Sol first. Um, and he did have an application for both of those models. You'll see on the Heel Toe website now that the Del Sol version was actually discontinued. 
Uh, we just really never found a really strong market for those. Um, it, it's one of those cars, as I'm sure you could imagine, has a following, but it isn't this, you know, the largest following, probably very passionate, but not very large. So it's hard to justify continuing production on parts that don't have huge demand. Uh, that being said, there has always been um, a relative strong demand for the the shifter for EF through EG through uh, EK and then DA and DC2 platforms. So those parts continued to be made. Um, and uh, But we only sold them for a couple of years. I think uh, when we started our business, it was around 2002. He developed the shifter somewhere around the same time. And we sold it for probably a year, year and a half, the Fastlane Performance products. And he contacted us and said, hey, he, he was kind of over making these parts. He had gotten into Volvos and started a new company uh, called Quick Brick Motorsports, which I always thought was kind of a funny thing. But apparently the Volvo people uh, own the fact that their cars look like rolling bricks. Um, <laughs> anyway, as he was going through and uh, developing products for Volvos, he no longer had an interest in these Honda parts. And he offered us an opportunity to take over that brand and the products. Well, we jumped on it. I mean, he had a few items that he hadn't bring, brought to market yet, um, but then there was always there was obviously the products that he already made that we were already selling. So we took all of his inventory, took the designs, took the logo, the website, all of that stuff. Um, you know, paid him for it, and from that day on, our in-house performance parts brand has been Fastline Performance. And I'm reaching all the way back to about 2003 on this. Um, so. I think it was a really, really good move on our part, but we were still a really small company at that time. I think I was probably 24 years old and uh, I was still in college actually. And I, once I sold out of the inventory that was there, I ended up finding that getting the parts produced once the inventory had run out was actually a pretty big challenge for me. I didn't really know that many people in the manufacturing arena. And as some of the parts ended up selling out, uh, I didn't have a way to make more of them. It actually got pretty bad. Um, the fast line shifters I couldn't provide for almost a year, I think. I, I don't remember how long it was, but they were out of stock for quite a long time. And uh, it actually put me in kind of a low spot, um, especially then when the skid plates went unavailable. I had to try to find somebody to make the skid plates. I had a couple of false starts on that. And um, it wasn't really looking too good for Fastline Performance around in the uh, 2005, 2006 timeframe. Um, but I was in school at the time and I was lamenting to one of my friends about how difficult this was and I just felt very down about the whole thing. And he said, hey, my boss can actually, you know, he's got a lot of industry contacts and manufacturing contacts. Why don't we take a look at some of these designs and see what we can do? And with that one, Quick little conversation, Fastline Performance was saved. Um, the guy that I ended up hooking up with had all the manufacturing and prototyping and even small production resources that I needed to continue making all of the products, in, including the clutch line. Um, so yeah, uh, that, that conversation way back then kept those parts alive. And I did end up uh, starting selling them again on Honda Tech, although unfortunately because of the downtime, uh, a lot of people got wind that they were out of stock and they weren't shipping and whatever. I hadn't been taking any orders. And uh, I think a rumor somewhere got started that they were discontinued, 
Well, they never were discontinued. I just never really had an ability to make them in a good um, in good volume um, or even any kind of volume. So once I started making them, then I found that I had a little bit of an uphill battle uh, producing these parts and marketing them. And uh, we redid the website for those products. And actually, as time went by, we developed a few more products under the Fastline Performance name, trying to develop things that were performance oriented, but, you know, unique that other people weren't making or things that were being made, but we thought that we could do better. Um, one of the next products that we came out with was the single outlet bumper cap for the AP1 S2000s. And that was a really neat part because we were able to make them in uh, fiberglass and in carbon fiber. At the time, the only other company making one was like out of a vacuum formed um, plastic. And it was really, really thin. And actually a lot of people ended up melting them because they were you know, right next to the exhaust and too hot. Um, there. So the carbon fiber and fiberglass parts were holding up quite a lot better. And as we continued over time with those bumper caps, we refined the fitment, we have different weaves available, and then we even came out with a dual outlet version over time. Um, and so anyway, as things continued on, we continue to make more parts under the Fastline name. Now we have full line of brake lines for all kinds of Honda and Acura vehicles. We're going to expand uh, the clutch line offerings that we have. Um, and actually, uh, you know, more recently, we started making the Fastline Performance Compliance bushings for the TSX and TL platforms. So that was a product that we ended up taking over from PCI. Uh, a lot of people know PCI Pro Car Innovations. They make really great spherical bushings and things for chassis um, and for suspension for all kinds of Hondas and Acuras. Uh, and we bugged them and bugged them and bugged them, being Honda and Acura fans. You know, we mostly liked the TSX and TL at the time. We were bugging him to make uh, compliance bushing for the TSX and TL. And finally he did it. And after a couple of years of selling those, he said, man, I'm discontinuing these. And I said, what, dude, why? I wanna buy some more. And he goes, well, honestly, like wholesale, they're not that profitable because I don't make that many. Um, and so the volume is low and you end up buying most of them anyway. So I'm just over it. And I said, well, can I make them? And he goes, yeah, sure, you can make them. So basically, we backwards engineered them with PCI's permission, and now they're a Fastline Performance part. It's just sort of the perfect example of how something becomes a Fastline Performance item is when we see a market for something that the other manufacturers don't, we take it over. Um, and actually, more recently, what I'm trying to launch even this weekend is a set of engine mounts that are for the TSX, TL, and Accord applications that are full billet and have rubber isolators rather than the traditional polyurethane. And really the reason why we want to do this is because we recognize that the factory engine mounts are uh, too soft, they allow a lot of wheel hop, and they break prematurely. A lot of people have problems breaking engine mounts. But the only other strong alternative is polyurethane. And polyurethane mounts are really strong and great and all that, but they transmit a ton of noise into the chassis and, um, and vibration as well. Well, most people don't have a huge problem with this. I can tell you from experience, having had uh, polyurethane engine mounts in my TSX for ages and ages, that it does wear on you after a while. And so uh, having something with rubber isolators, a little higher end product made, made of all billet, I think that people are really gonna appreciate that too. So we're gonna continue the Fastline Performance thing and, and actually push on it really hard in 2024. We've got a new website in the works 
it's actually um, all built. We just need to populate it with products and finalize some details, and it should be launching over the winter. And uh, we're going to be doing some apparel. We refreshed the logo, which never really got refreshed. I mean, I, I took over Fastline so many years ago, and we ended up re redoing the logo in 2004, somewhere around there, 2005, when, you know, fairly soon after we took it over. Um, but never really got any attention until now. So, you know, we've got a, a refreshed logo and, um, and everything. So Fastline Performance, you're going to see a lot more from in the coming time, but that is a, a heel toe in-house brand, something that, you know, some great product that we saved from being discontinued and are really proud to offer them even today. So that's a little bit uh, longer than I really wanted to go on that, but there's so much to say about Fastline Performance and I didn't even say it all right now. I'm probably gonna end up touching on each product uh, over time or just in general uh, concepts that we have for products, just, you know, to kind of get that out in the vapor. Uh, the feedback that we get from you guys is really very valuable. So keep that up and keep on following Heeltoe on YouTube um, and make sure you join our email list as well for coupons and promotions that are coming out all the time. I'm actually just about to send out our Black Friday promotions today. So go to the homepage all the way down at the bottom, type in your email, confirm in the next screen, and you'll be getting emails from Heeltoe on all kinds of great deals, including stuff from Fastlane Performance. And that's probably the number one place where we're going to announce Fastline Performance as uh, the website gets launched uh, in the not-too-distant future. All right, well, enjoy your Thanksgiving meal, rub your tummy, and um, have a great day. Heel Toe is in your corner.